Hello and welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us for another session of this very special event, The Sacred Wound as a Portal to Your Awakening. This is an event where you will learn some of the most amazing mystical secrets from people who have been walking this path of their spiritual journey, amazing healings, incredible transformations, and they want to share their stories and gifts with you. My name is Charlie Giles, and I am honored to be your host for this very powerful wisdom sharing event. But before we begin today's session, I would like to do an acknowledgement to country, which is an Australian Aboriginal custom for when <clears throat> two or more people come together. I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the lands we are meeting on today and thank them for their continued custodianship of the many lands, seas and waters that we all have between us. I would also like to thank and acknowledge our elders, past, present and emerging, and thank them for their guidance and their wisdom that they continuously provide for us. Thank you. Today's session, we are talking to a very special guest, Kevin Humphrey, also known as the English Mystic. Kevin shares the gifts of healing and teaching, melding the modalities of being a Reiki master and shamanism. He is a nature-loving mystic with a very special connection and love for dragons, which he is going to share with us today. So please welcome Kevin, the English mystic for today's topic, Waking the Dragon Within. Hi, Kevin. Hello. Nice to see you. Nice to see you again, too. Thank you so much for joining us. It's such a pleasure to have you on. Thank um, you. I thought the, the best place to start would be to kind of, you know, invite your story as to how you got to be doing what you're doing now, perhaps a little bit about mm -hmm. where you're at and, and how you got there, just so yep. that everyone can, um, yeah, connect with this story. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm Kevin Humphrey. I'm the English mystic. And uh, yeah, I, like many people, as a, a youth, I, I had lots of mystical things going on in my life. I used to see things and, you know, people would say, shh, you know, don't, don't say too much. And then, and then I, I, I became normal and I, I, I moved into corporate technology. So I, I worked in that for 38 years and, uh, yeah, probably maybe a decade ago, I, I started feeling this calling. Uh, to do something different, you know, like you've you've gone up the career ladder and, and it's not quite where you thought it would take you. You get there and you go, is this it? And it's a bit lonely. Uh, so, yeah, and, and uh, we've got horses and they were getting them fairly mature and they started getting a bit arthritic. And uh, I saw a lady doing something, putting her hands on her horses and, and she wasn't like cleaning it or anything. I was like, what's she doing? So I asked her, she saw I'm giving the energy healing. I was like, oh, that sounds good. So I was like, oh, could, how do I learn that? So she put me in touch with a teacher and I learned Reiki and uh, I got addicted to it. So I went all the way through to Reiki Master, uh, just literally to help our horses. And uh, they're now 32, which is 96 in human years and 28. So they're, they're doing well on it. <laughs> they get it whenever they, they need it or sometimes I just practice on them. Um, so yeah, so, and that opened up uh, energy healing. And from there, I, I moved through to lots of different modalities like you do. You try them all out, don't you? And then um, shamanism came along. And you know, when you get that feeling in your heart, like this is the this is right for me. I just got that. And uh, so five teachers later and uh, half a decade later, uh, that's what I do now f for a living. Um, I, I ran it in parallel for a while with my technology job like you do to make sure it was going to work. 
And then I took that that leap of faith, as you do, into the darkness and like, oh, is it going to work? Uh, that was, what, 13 months ago that I became a full-time Reiki shamanic healer. And then in the last few months, uh, I've realized that it's nice to teach people to fish. So rather than just healing people, I teach people the healing modality of shamanism and, and so they can heal themselves and hopefully go on to heal others as well. So yeah, that's a sort of a short, you know, synopsis of my 57 years on the planet in this body. Yes, it's always hard when someone asks you to, you know, give a little brief interlude. <laughs> there's just so much, I'm sure, like um, the same. Um, but thank you. That's that's a great that's a great kind of way of describing how you got to where you are and um, taking that leap of faith. I know it's a very scary thing, but but I'm so glad that you did. It's fantastic. So. So then in comes the dragons. So you need to tell us more about that because that's very exciting. I know there'll be people that want to hear about the dragons. So how did that happen? That that happened um, in this reality um, in April 2017. I was out on a ride on my horse. She, she's called Fortune's Favourite, or they've got a stable name. She's called Fave. Um, and yeah, I, afterwards I worked out how many times I'd ridden her and I call, I say I'm her human rather than she's my horse. Uh, and it was like 4,802 times or something that we'd, we'd ridden together over, over the years. And uh, so we were out on our, our normal hack where we used to sort of leave the farm and, and go through this uh, gully. And then there's a huge big field. And we used to just like just gallop around there for half an hour, come back completely tired and sweating, you know, both of us and just walk back. And this time, for some reason, she wouldn't go this past this place in the field, but she'd been past you know, hundreds of times. And I was like, mm, a bit strange, something spooking her. So rather than force her past it, I, I went the long way around and we did our galloping around and enjoyed ourselves. And we walked back with the, the rain nice and loose. And uh, I thought, oh, we'll, we'll go back past that, that spot and see what's there. Yeah, maybe there's, maybe there's a sheep hiding in the bush or something. And we got there and she was like, I am not going through there. I was like, okay, that was a bit strange. I was like, I gave her a little kick, so come on. And she, and she, oh, she did, she never goes backwards. She doesn't like going back. She backed up 10 paces and I'm like, whoa, what, <laughs> what's this? So I, I sort of done a bit of energy stuff and I was thinking maybe there's an energy there that she doesn't like and us humans see 1% of the spectrum and hardly hear anything and worse than, you know, animals can see a lot more than we can. So, so I, I just sort of did the pathetic thing like, who's there? You know, like you do, a bit like a bit worried something's going to pop out a monster or something. So, and, and I thought, no, no. So I sort of took my my courage from my solar plexus and like, right, okay, who's there? And I was like, oh, I sound a bit stupid. Like no one's watching, so it's fine. Just my horse. And then something sparkled, and I was like, uh oh. And then it, it sort of it was like water and sparkles, and I thought. What's that? I just I watched it, and it went like this. I was like, "That looks like a tail of a, a lizard." Okay, uh, but it's huge. <laughs> on a sec, and then it went, and it was like a a back leg, and then a wing, then a torso, then a front leg, then a neck, and then this huge head, and it was like sideways to me, so I could just see one eye, and I looked at it for like a millisecond, and because it had become fairly solid now. My horse was like utter 
panic. So in that millisecond, she's she does a 180 degree turn. I, I like, whoa, must fall off. And I'm just thinking, I've been working too hard. There's, I'm seeing things. But I was like, my horse is seeing it as well. So we, she, she was out of control. We galloped across the field, got back and couldn't get through the gate. Somebody let us in and said, what's she seeing? I said, a monster, a monster. I didn't want to say <laughs> it was a dragon. I just, I was like, I didn't say anything to anyone for like three days. And then I told my wife and she's like, well, if a horse saw it. And I told my coach and he was like, well, must be real. Um, so that was my introduction to dragons. And then I, I found other people that didn't think I was totally crazy um, and explained that they use their dragons in healing and that dragons can come into our reality, though normally you can't see them. It's very rare. Um, so, yeah, that and that just opened up a great big rabbit hole or dragon hole i should say <laughs> and uh, i deep dived in and yeah that was the start of it that's amazing and it's so exciting um and what an experience what an experience um mm. and i you know it's something like that that's so real to you that makes it that you can't be talked out of it it's not like someone could say oh i don't know kev you know you think maybe <laughs> you're like no it <laughs> I'm sure you uh, did that to yourself anyway. I did. I second guessed yeah. myself for a few days and then yeah. I was like, well, my, my horse has seen it and she, she's acting out of instinct. So yeah, yeah I, I did I did see it. And yes, it, that's what, and I looked it up on the internet and I, I found it was a water dragon. Wow. Um, that's why it was so short of shimmering. But yeah, it, oh, it decided to appear in this reality, which is, yeah. So, so, you know, how then do you go to now working with them? I mean, that's, you know, a, a big step there. So you've gone from seeing one and realizing they're real. Now you make the connection and now you work with them. So. Yeah. Well, the, the next step was that I explained it to a, a lady that I was actually on a, a conference and it was, it was about property development and rest And uh, as an entrepreneur, I've got you know, my finger in lots of pies and, uh, there was someone there and, and they said, oh, she's a shamanic teacher. And I sort of heard about what shamanism was because I was doing my Reiki at the time. And uh, she actually came and sat at the same table at me at lunchtime. And uh, you just start chatting, don't you? And, and then she started talking about some healing she'd been done recently. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. I said, I said, how does that work? So she started explaining it. And then she looked at me, she said, um, I'm going to talk about dragons. And I was like, are you? Yes. <laughs> so she's talking about dragons. And I told her my story. She's like, oh, wow something made me sit at the table with you um, and then I was like all right okay that's what dragons are useful for that they're they're useful in healings and then and then I, I just learned lots about dragons and that's one of the reasons I moved into the sort of shamanic side um, because in Reiki it's very powerful Reiki uh, and some people do use spirit guides but in shamanism you use spirit guides a lot and uh, that that's where I use the dragons so I use them in the healings uh, I use them for protection. Um, I use them for when I go for a drive. Like I went at the weekend, I went up to my parents, which is a 300 mile drive around motorways. And there's lots of, you know, mad drivers on the road. So I, I've got three main dragons. Uh, I've got Agatha, Sophia and Georgie. And uh, I, I asked them to come with me. So I, I tell one of them flies ahead, one above and one behind just to give me protection. And uh, yeah, it works. You know, it's a bit like that time when you say, find me a parking space. If you truly believe it will happen, it, it's there when you arrive, isn't it? And uh, yeah, they I often arrive just after there's been a crash or something. And yeah, if I've been there 
10 seconds earlier it would have been me so i always felt they're protecting me and uh yeah powerful powerful spirit guides that's for sure and obviously they're so huge that just gives you courage so if i'm going to go into any situation where i might be afraid then i, I ask them to come and, and lend me their courage and i imagine them sort of standing beside me you know that's, and that, that just that just centers you and it's very powerful um yeah and then in the healings they're very strong so lots of people nowadays are being uh attached to by what we call entities and entities are just things that live in this reality that live off of the energy that we humans output they're not evil or anything they just live off us you know like a, a flea lives off a, a cat maybe from the blood there's some entities and they often come to you when you're you're sick or, or your energy is a bit low and often they, they're there actually helping you at the beginning so maybe you break your leg and they they help your leg but then they don't leave when you're healed and they actually suck your energy and the dragons are, are very good at persuading <laughs> as you could imagine them to ideally leave peacefully if not then there's a little bit of a kerfuffle and the dragons of course always win you can't take on three dragons and and they, and they just take it away it's not destroyed it's taken to live somewhere else where it's not affecting you know humans so yeah powerful creatures yeah amazing i love that i just the visuals that you're giving me <laughs> driving down the highway with your three dragons yeah. <laughs> escorting you <laughs> um so I, I'm thinking just uh, with a little bit of the theme of of the the summit and you know the sacred wound and how yep, people yep. are coming to you with healing and I love that you've brought up the fact that you know we we do get stuck with some some entities and the things that like feeding off yep. the energies that come from perhaps our wounds whatever mm -hmm. that wounding represents. Yep. Can you go a little bit more into to that maybe perhaps what experiences you've had. Um, and how you yeah. see that working? Yeah, I mean, my, my story, my my sort of first wound, the dark night of the soul, was two decades ago. Uh, I, I I was in technology. I was I, my career was going really well, and the internet came along. It was just after two thousand, and uh, the company I was working for were a bit backwards. Like ah, this internet thing's not going to work. And I was like, I think you're wrong. Uh, so so I, I I did that leap of faith, my first big one, and, and I left my corporate job that I've been for 14 years. Uh, that's when I was sort of like head of technology and everything. And I, and I joined one of those startups, a, a dot com. And uh, it was amazing. I loved it. It was the most enjoyable year ever in technology. Uh, and then what was expected of the Internet boom was about a tenth of what they thought it would be. So it went boom lots of investment and then completely went bust and myself and the whole company was made redundant or let go of um, so were thousands and thousands of other technology people uh, so I found myself uh, unemployed uh, and and that that there was no prospect of a job because everyone I knew was in contact was like there's no roles going mate it's just it's it's dead at the moment you need to probably do something different for a while and quite a lot of my friends ended up being sort of taxi drivers and working in the, the shops and all that so just just to stay up alive and, and I, I did the same sort of thing I I, I bought uh, weightlifting machines and, and put a little bit of a price and sold them on eBay you know for a while and sold all those little amazing little things just to keep going um, but at the time my my girlfriend 
wasn't happy that I didn't have a job, so she chucked me. Uh, so I was now houseless as well. Um, my brother at the time was moving 300 miles north to Yorkshire, so I went with him. And uh, for a year, I lived with him. And then after that, I managed to get a job. I couldn't get a job back at my, my the grade I was used to, so I was earning a third of what I used to earn. Um, and in a place I didn't know anyone, all my friends were down south in London. I was in Yorkshire. And I just had this moment one day I was in the shower and my whole reality, I felt it just, it just shifted. It was something happened. It was like I was in debt by quite a lot of my credit card. Something just happened. I just felt, it was like, I was like, what was that? And I, I didn't, I didn't feel right. I was just like, my energy just collapsed. I spent the next 10 days just in bed. I got up one hour a day to have a drink of water and I went and saw my horse and I went back to bed and I was just, I was like, what's going on? Am I dying or something? And my energy was just so low. And the only reason I got through it is because that one hour a day going and seeing my horse and just give her a cuddle. And yeah, I came out the other side of it and I was like, what, what was that? What, what was that? Like, there was just so many darks, everything that had ever gone wrong in my life just showed itself to me. And I was like, this is weird. It's like my life is playing back to me. It's like when people say when they're about, they're almost dying, there's an accident, their life flashes before them. Well, I did it over like you know, that 10 days, almost almost two weeks. And yes, yeah, so that was my that was my first dark night of the soul. And uh, it, it wasn't nice. Um, and, and I I felt ashamed that I couldn't actually tell anyone that I was going through it because it was just undescribable. Um, yeah, and there's been, there's been a, a few since. I think once you've gone through the first one, you, you see that you can survive it and, and it's just a, a moment. But when I got through to the other side, I, I felt like I pulled myself out of a dark well. And I, and I thought, ah, this, you should have some pride in that. And having that pride, next time I fell in the same well, I it was easy to pull myself out because I'd, I'd done it already. And some people have dark nights of the soul that last longer. I understand that. My, my, my one was quite short, really. Um, but yeah, I, and, and since then, because I've got into energy healing and the rest of it, I understand that sometimes it's your higher self is actually there putting you through an experience of pain, whether it's losing your job or the people in your life or whether it's an illness. And it's almost like a, a slap around the face to say, it's time to wake up. You, you came here, your soul embodied in this body and it, it's got a mission. And it's like, you're, you're just like everyone else, you're a bit asleep. You're just doing what you need to do, doing the nine to five, getting the car, getting the mortgage, having the kids, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, which is all great. That's life. That's what you need to do. You need to experience life, but it's, there's something else for you to do. And I think that that's what I see it's doing is it's waking you up. And uh, there's always a way through it. Definitely. Uh, so yeah, and now now when it happens, I call in my dragons, and I get them to fly me out the well. <laughs> so I find it still happens, I still get hit by it. But it's I like land at the bottom it's like, right, time to pull me out and, and I come out a lot quicker. But some it still takes a day or two sometimes and it feels like it's more of a an upgrade of the system you mm. it's a releasing it causes you to release something you, you're like okay i need to look at this and you you look at it in detail and you're not afraid to look at it when you first have a dark night so it's it's scary you're like oh i want to hide under the duvet 
and the more you do, do it, the more you, you stand up with courage and you face it. I've had one where a gorilla came into me. It was a huge gorilla. And, and I was like, what's this? And, it, and, it, and, it, and my whole body was like, I'm going to die if I face this gorilla. And I, and I didn't for like a whole night, sort of just sitting there hiding from it in my mind. Um, and then I just got, I, I thought, oh, I need to call in my guide. So I called in the dragon's lip, stand with me. And the gorilla came back. So I faced it and then it just shrunk. And it went down this little diddly thing and it walked away. And I was like, it was just a fear I had to face. I'm not even sure what the fear was. Yeah, maybe the fear of death or the fear of being beaten up or something. I don't know. But yeah. That's so interesting. Thank you, Kevin, for sharing that. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure people listening will too because, you know, sometimes it can be, as you said, it's very scary when you don't know what's happening and, and your first, I consider them as redirections as well. It's like a, it's like a, your soul is like, all right, We've kind of been waiting for you to do this, but doesn't look like you're getting the message. <laughs> We've yeah, thrown yeah. you a few red flags, you're over. Yeah. but you're really not getting it. What we're trying to say is come over this way. Leave all that behind. It's not getting you anywhere. Come over yeah. this way. And it does. It feels really awful because it's so, you don't know what's going on, but it's out of your comfort zone, right? It's out yeah. of your routine. It's out of what you know. Um, but what you don't realise is what you know is not what's help, is not helping you. Yeah, exactly. Make that shift. And um, and I think, you know, especially with what you were saying, with it still happens. It's not that it, we don't need redirection yeah. or, or to be shifted, but it gets so much easier when you realise that you can go, okay, yep, I've let some things build up. I've let some old patterns come back in or some old fears sneak back in and yeah. my soul is trying to say, hey, you don't need to do that. And it's holding you back. Um, and we have to go through that again. So, yeah, I really appreciate you sharing that. It's so important for people to, to hear. Um, so, so tell us a little bit about how, so because you're not the only one that can have dragons helping you, are you? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, I'm not, I'm not unique. <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about how other people can access their dragon? Yeah, I mean, a while back, the, the dragons, um, I have a little conflab with my dragons and we, we go on shamanic journeys and, and they were like, we, we want our riders. I'm like, you want your what? Your, we want our riders. I was like, okay, fair enough. What, what does that actually mean? They said, and they, and they were telling me that in, in the past, distance past, that, that humans have long forgotten, you know, millennia ago, maybe in a different generation of humanity. Some people say we're in the fifth generation. We actually, maybe it was in Atlantic time, Atlantis times or something, but we, we, we and dragons and all the spirits of Earth that are here that we don't necessarily see anymore, we, we were one, we, we communicated, we saw each other, we, we worked in unison, we helped each other and we looked after the planet and, you know, we were kind to the planet. And they, they were like, we need our riders back. It's like, okay, what do you want me to do? They, they said, we want you to have a webinar where you show people how, how you go on shamanic journeys and how you meet us. I was like, ah, okay, fair enough. So so I, I did that in January was it 2020, yeah, January 2020 or February 2020. And uh, I recorded it and I put it on one of those platforms called Kajabi and it allows anyone to go on it. And I think we're up to about 500 people I've actually met their dragon which is amazing 
uh it's a gift that i gave away to the world because they they said give it away don't don't charge i was like oh God, i could have charged a few quid for that you know <laughs> uh, but i i love it because i i every other day or so i'll get a message from someone say oh i met my dragon it's called this and it's green and i've, I've, I've gone flying with it and it's now helping me with, me with this and it's removed this fear and i'm feeling amazing and i it's it's beautiful um so yeah there, there, there is there is something there and it's, it's part of my gift as well um and it's also available on a on a website that will take you there it's called meet your dragons with an s dot com and that will take you there and uh yeah it's 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 a, a freebie for the world and uh, the dragons are as i say looking for their riders you don't have to necessarily ride them they they're also looking for that that connection and they're very powerful very wise beings um and and, and they're they're there as a spirit guide as well so somebody some people have them as their body protectors you know like guardian angels or maybe they're just there because they want to assist you at the moment and as i said for myself they give me courage and i i find that i've got those moments where we all have it we have fears you know you want to you want to take that step you want to do that jump you want to leave your corporate job or you want to leave a relationship or, or whatever it is then you can call them in and they've got immense courage that they can lend you um so yeah it's they're a beautiful energy to work with um and they're quite funny as well you know you we all we all think that dragons because you know like like witches are bad dragons are bad they're not they're, they're, they're beautiful beings at both of them and they, they're not going to steal <laughs> the maidens and put them in the castle and they're, they're not going to steal all your gold and they're not going to burn your village down that that's just patriarchy that's just drawn this idea so that you're you're afraid of them that they're actually you know beautiful beings and people say to me is there a way of explaining dragons and well they're like humans but wiser and more powerful and stronger but they've all got that individual personality um and i say that they can be quite jokey and quite funny and uh yeah, i've been on a few journeys where there was loads of little dragons and uh i was like saying hello to them next minute they're all tossing me around like i'm a, I'm a ball <laughs> just i was like whoa, whoa, whoa. but it was, it was just fun yeah they're just joking around and then you're like so please stop <laughs> gonna be ill and they will and, yeah, yeah. And, any anyone anyone can meet them and they're they're waiting for you so let's um say so what can else can you tell us about the free gift that you do have for everyone besides the the meet your dragon yeah i I'll, i've got a lovely little list here because i'm not okay. sure i remember it <laughs> so I, it's, i've got i've got so it's, it's it's healings and meditations uh that will when when you're in that moment of the dark night of the soul then that's when you need some positive input just to help you keep moving through it so i put these all together then they're, they're not just mine they're from other people as well um and they'll they'll move you through so i've i've got a chakra cleanse i've got a four elements shamanic ritual i've got a meditation in a tranquility garden which is gorgeous you go to this garden and it's just so peaceful and it just takes you out of the darkness um there's some drum healing there's my drum behind us is that's the energy from that is just absolutely gorgeous and then if you if you really want some sort of ancestral healing there's some there from a friend who's got a cash at records reading and i'll do a shamanic one um Another friend of mine, Rosemary from Sweden, does this angelic healing and she calls in the angels. And again, that's just, I do that lots myself. It's just so beautiful. Uh, another lady who's French now lives in Australia. She's, she calls herself the, the wise and wild woman. She does a shamanic healing and, and that, that's beautiful. 
And then there's another one from Rosemary from Sweden, which is the Etheric Gardens. And it's a bit like the Tranquility, but it's, it's even better than my one. <laughs> and then there's the dragons. Meet, meet your dragons. It's the dragon oh portal. Oh my goodness, Kevin, that's amazing! So, Thank you so much. That's a that's a huge swag of free gifts that I hope everyone takes. Um, and I can attest to to Kevin's gifts and things that he um, meditations. They're absolutely amazing. I have experienced them myself. Um, so yes, we'll make sure that there'll be links below that people can sign up and. Um, access those free gifts and then of course um just you know if someone wanted to come to you for a healing uh yeah. what kind of services do you offer yeah I, I i do single healings or triple healings i i, I prefer it not because i'm after the money but i prefer to have three healings with a person that just gives me an idea of their energy and, and what needs to be done i get a chance to talk to their higher self um, so you, you can go to englishmystic.co.uk you can find me there or English Mystic anywhere on social media I, uh, there's so many of them I try to keep up with it I mean even, even on TikTok but you don't see me dancing <laughs> you definitely are out there which is great <laughs> so yes we'll have all those details down um, on this site for you so that you can follow Kev um, and again, yes, I can vouch for how fabulous the healings are. I've experienced them myself. It was very appreciative and I loved it. Um, yeah, fantastic. So thank you, Kevin. Um, I guess in, in just in closing, is there anything, you know, sometimes people have a few takeaways. Is there anything that we're going to take away one or two things from this session? What would you be your advice or your takeaways for people? I would say that we, we all go through a dark night of the soul and the, the thing is to remember to keep moving yeah and that's that's the important thing is just to keep moving you it will f sometimes feel like it's going on forever but there's always a light at the end of the tunnel and use my resources and other people's resources to just to give you that 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 lift so that you don't sit too deep in the darkness because there's always light and if you call in your dragons it'll just come and drag you out so <laughs> do that <laughs> excellent thank you that's fantastic all right well thank you so much kevin we'll close off and yeah thanks again make sure you follow kev and get all the all the details and the free gift stuff below thanks again for your time um okay. we'll see you on social media <laughs>